Are you an artist who's aspiring to get to the next level? If you want to know, you have to ask. So find out right here on Ask Simply Mary. And if you have a question for a resource about music or art, visit me at simplymarymusic.com. Hey, everybody. I'd like to thank you for joining me on today's podcast. And right now I am answering a question for Katie Morgan. And this is lifted from Cora.com. So if you have a question of your own for me, visit me at simplymarymusic.com. Click on the banner that's at the top of the screen and ask me your question. If you can't visit me on Cora, you can shoot me an email too, and I'll answer it as best I can. Um, I really try not to answer if I don't have life experience to associate to your questions so pretty much I'll answer anything I like to focus on arts and music but hey I'm open for it all (laughs) Uh, so Katie Morgan she messaged me on Cora and said what are some easy gospel songs to sing in front of others in church And so what I'll tell you, Katie, is I grew up, um, my first influences were in the church, and it was anything from traditional church songs with the organ all the way to folk group that they were pushing into a little more contemporary with guitars. Um, And then I switched denominations to non-denominational, and I joined the music ministry. So I do have experience with this, and I will tell you um, some of the easiest songs that you're going to find. I pulled some notes up here on the computer because I found a website called uh, campelectric.com. So visit campelectric.com and you will see that they have a nice list and all these songs have YouTube videos with them. Um, Songs that I thought of on my own that are really simple to sing in church or with groups of people in front of others would be like How Great Thou Art, Amazing Grace, Peace is Flowing Like a River, um, The Old Wooden Cross. Those are ones that don't have a lot of fluctuations in the octaves and things, so it shouldn't be too, too hard for you. Um, But you know, you can get into more contemporary pieces. I don't know what kind of church you're talking about, and there is different music associated to different churches. So um, if you are in a church that's doing contemporary things, then check out these videos that Camp Electric has with each of these artists and why their music is easier to learn. How Great Is Our God by Chris Tomlin. Chris Tomlin's an awesome one just to check out all of his music. Um, Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone. That one by Chris Tomlin too. Um, So that brings that um, old Amazing Grace into the contemporary realm. Um, You can also do Come As You Are by Crowder and Here I Am To Worship by Tim Hughes. And I'll tell you, these songs were all on our playlist when I was doing music ministry. And it was very easy for me to to learn, to harmonize, to sing the parts I was supposed to. They weren't difficult. Um, And the piano, I just basically was rhythmically following along on piano um, for that ministry work. But um, but if it comes down to like, you're just looking for something that you have the confidence to do, you may be amazing off the charts at singing a song that you never even thought you could sing. So I say, go with your comfort level. What do you feel comfortable singing? Does it feel like you're struggling? Because If you're struggling or you're having a hard time, then don't sing it in front of anyone. I've done it before. It's embarrassing. (laughs) It 
as embarrassing as I'll get out. So um, yeah, that's my recommendations for you. Um, Katie, I'm going to try to add this link to Cora. I'm going to upload my video answer as I'm recording the podcast for you so you have it. But that website again is campelectric.com. C-A-M-P-E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C.com. So check that out. And I hope this question helped you figure out some ideas for your next endeavor with your Christian music. Good luck to you. Thanks for asking, Katie. All right. And so that's going to take us to our first break of the podcast. And I will be right back with a question from Amy Potter about having the chance to correct a medical mistake that someone else has made. So this is an interesting one and you want to stick around. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Simply Mary right here on Anchor FM and on your favorite podcast network. Hey, everybody. I'd like to welcome you back to Ask Simply Mary, where today I am answering questions from my Cora page. Um, and you can reach me at simplymarymusic.com. You can email me at simplymary at gmx.com. Um, either way, visit my website. You can find a way to connect and ask any question you want. And uh, Amy Potter has a question today. Her question is, did you ever have the chance to correct a medical mistake someone else made? And Amy... Yes, I want to say in a way. Um, I'm recently recovering from breast implant illness, and if you don't know what that is, um, it's illness caused by breast implants. So I made a decision to have an object implanted into my body for whatever reasons. Every woman has different reasons. For me, it was massive weight loss and self-confidence in a nutshell. So I got breast implants placed and immediately something just was wrong and it seemed like the longer they were in me, the sicker I was getting all the way to the point of massive lesions all over my body. And I was being told, this is just in your head. Okay. Um, 11 doctors later and explanted with some symptoms improving, I'm still finding out that I have so many toxins in my body I need to get rid of and eliminate. So it's disheartening for me as a patient to have gone through this and still two years, three years, four years later, I'm still sick from something that our government approved. I feel assaulted by the FDA. Okay, so we'll just leave it at that. There's hidden reports out there. I mean, I knew nothing about any of this until we have we have the most fabulous news reporter, Chris Pickle, and she reports for Arizona's family, three and five. So those two channels on ABC um, News, she she's actually a, a Nobel Prize winner, I think is what she got. But anyways, um, for reporting, uh, if it wasn't for her, I would not even know that breast implants were dangerous. I would not even know that breast implants can cause cancer. I wouldn't even know that breast implants should not have been placed in me in the first place due to my medical history. Um, So I found out a lot of things. And during that time, I I did have to go undergo an explant where if you're watching the video, you can tell I don't have much of anything left. 
Um, so, you know, you're fighting all this trauma and psychological stuff, but at the same time, you're scoping out every woman that might have fake boobs because you're like, I gotta save her. Um, and, and it's hard because I do have a friend that has implants and she thinks that one ruptured. She's had a stroke. She's had all kinds of health issues that are directly related to breast implants. And, you know, trying to reach her is like banging your head against a brick wall. Some people will not hear it. They don't care if you went through whatever. It's not happening to them. So that's just that. But doing your part on trying to correct the problem with people who will listen before they even get the implants and just research. You know, passing on and sharing your story is not about getting attention. It's about prevention. And for me, I hate sharing my story. I really do. It makes me want to vomit. I, the things that I went through and the things that I have posted and some I've even taken down, but they're things that people need to know. So it's really difficult because one day you're like, I need to share this. The next day you're like, I can't. Um, so, you know, it's really hard. But yeah, have I had the chance to correct a medical mistake that someone else has made? Um, if, if that's the kind of thing you're talking about, then I guess yes. Yes, I have. Um, and I have the chance every time that I go on air. I have the chance every time I write a song. I have a chance every time I make a post on social media to somehow bring awareness to this problem because breast implant illness is very real and the media has not gotten enough exposure to the problems yet. Um, but I do want to say that, you know, since I explanted, since Chris was doing her stories and other women were fighting hard, going all the way into Washington and making changes, those implants got recalled. So, you know, it was actually a group of women who had to do things to make that happen. And I was in the middle of explanting while they were all in um, Washington fighting and I really wish I could have made that meeting but it wasn't gonna happen for me it just was very special to watch everyone else share and know that I was not alone um, and I think that's you know part of helping people and correcting issues is just sharing what happened that way um, doctors and caretakers caregivers whoever know that these things are realistic possibilities because for me my biggest part was being told that it was in my head being told that, that there's no way this could be you know but then we find out yeah they're recalled I, I was poisoning myself by even getting them and you were poisoning me by allowing me to keep them in and you know when there's that network that's crossed where information isn't getting where it needs to go that's where patients like us that have been through things sharing our experience can help correct problems somewhere down the line. Um, another thing is you can always join your insurance company for, um, for some board work. And that's another way to go and make a difference with your issues that might be on your mind because your healthcare 
should have a board where people join and they get together and they collaborate on how to deal with different issues for different patients. And it relates to having your own experience as a peer, as someone who has been through something and you know, you're finding all these little snags in the system that need to be repaired, or you're finding people that just aren't communicating right that need to be, you know, you gotta bridge those gaps. So if we can do that in a safe way, I think we all should. And just sharing my story and not telling people what they have to do, like you don't have to explant, but I'm telling you, you need to look this up. Um, that right there is doing your part as far as that goes. And so, Amy, I do want to thank you for reaching out and asking me on Quora. I really enjoy all kinds of questions, and when I get something off the wall that's a little different, I love to answer those too. So I hope that you got an answer that you were kind of looking for, and I hope that if you had a medical issue where you can help people, do what you got to do, girl. Write a book, write a song, just do something to bring awareness because that's where the key is. You have to be educated in order to do anything about anything. So I commend you for asking the question, and I hope that you like the answer that you got. And for those of you sticking around on the podcast, I will be right back talking about audiobook narration for Aishu. I don't know how to say his name. A-I-S-H-U. Aishu. Um I don't have a last name or anything, but it's another question from Cora. And if you want to hear about it, then stick around. I will be right back on Ask Simply Mary. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ask Simply Mary. And today I'm taking questions from Cora, and we want to touch on one about audiobook narration. Uh, this is for Aishu. It's spelled A-I-S-H-U. I don't know if you're male or female, but I'm going to guess a guy. Uh, Aishu, I, he asks, I really want to be an audiobook reader in ACX. I think it's a good part-time job opportunity. Why should I be hindered from doing the job just because I am from India? Aishu, I don't think you should be hindered because you're from India for any reason, for anything. What I want you to think about with ACX, and for those of you that don't know, ACX is Audiobook Creation Exchange. It's an Amazon company. They release books to Audible, and you can buy them and listen to them. Uh, So, Aishu, if you want to be a narrator, I personally think that ACX is a great place to start. Is it a place to stay as a job? I don't believe so. Um, And let me tell you why. Because (laughs) ACX, um, it's more of like a learning opportunity. It's a foot in the door. It's to find out if you really want to do this. You know, if you're going in there as a producer, then you need to do a lot of research. Educate yourself on how to do the audiobook production. Take the ACX University courses and then go out there and look for some work. What I want to tell you is don't make a few mistakes that might, you know, stop you from chasing that dream because there's things you can do where you'll just be like, okay, I don't want to do this. (laughs) And one of those things is choosing a book that's too long and too much work for a novice. Um, ACX is for people that are, are learning and there are professional narrators that do work on ACX, but they also do work a million other places. So, you know, 
um, the tools that they have open for you are wonderful. I learned a lot. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I got um, three books complete. They're done. They're for sale on Audible through ACX. The first book was someone who reached out to me. Um, I threw some samples up there and they liked my voice. They wanted me to audition. So I did. Um, I did get the audition and I got the book. It's by Amanda Lira and it is called If I'm So Zen, Why Is My Hair Falling Out? Um, and that book was great for a starter piece because it was a comfortable length, but yet it was frustrating. It was my first book ever. And so, yeah, I made mistakes. I had to redo things. I, you know, and learning to work with an author and a publishing company and a representative and things, you know, was exciting for me. I completed the book. I got it out there. And, you know, now I listen back and say, oh, there's some things I should have fixed. So none of your pieces are ever going to be like 100% perfect if you're just starting out. These are all little things you're going to learn on the way. Um, so I moved on from that book and I accepted an audition offer for a cookbook. <laughs> and that, my friend, was one of the biggest mistakes I ever made. Um, and there were two cookbooks that were mentioned to me in this offer and I took the offer. So I followed through and I finished them. But, you know, when you're talking a five-hour piece of over 120 files because you're going through each and every individual recipe and things, you know, that's one thing. And it's hard to get to the point where you feel comfortable taking on that large of a project. But don't take it on not knowing what you're getting into. So that's why I do encourage you to look for the smaller books, not cookbooks. <laughs> um, so what happened there was I was dealing with someone who wanted me to read slow to make the book longer. And since I was a newbie, I listened and I did it. And I shouldn't have. Because in our production guidelines, we are not supposed to do that. And I was made well aware and I had to redo a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Um, but I got it done. It's out there. It got approved. Um, and I fixed that mistake. So the second cookbook that I did, I was well aware that I cannot, you know, make this long for you. I want quality. And that's what they expect, quality. We need quality work. So my thing with ACX is getting 20 successful titles so that I can be an Audible approved studio because that's my goal. So, you know, what is your goal? Do you want to be a narrator, a voiceover artist where you can go to other sites, not just ACX, but there's Voiver, there's Voices.com, there's The Voice Realm, you can look all this stuff up and every country needs narrators. So I don't ever want you to feel like just because you're from India, hey, you might have sites right there in your own country that need your language to be narrated. And so you might be overlooking some things. Amazon has other languages that they need narrators for. So, you know, check out that ACX site. I'm encouraging you that if you have if you have the studio equipment available, if you have the means, and if you have the will, do it. Go for it. Doesn't matter where you're from. But yeah, 
it's been, you know, I'm not making as much money as I would like to, and I didn't sell a million copies, and don't, don't have too big ex expectations of what you're gonna walk out with. Be realistic. Use ACX for education, and I think that you'll be really pleasantly surprised in finding out if you wanna continue, and then you're gonna scope out those other sites where you can get paid good money per hour or per project, you know? So keep your options open, and don't ever, don't ever hold yourself back because of where you're from or who you are or how you talk. There's something out there for everyone. So thank you so much, Aishu, for your question and good luck to you on ACX. I can't wait to hear your first narration. And that's gonna wrap everything up for today. Those are all the questions from Cora that I wanted to touch on today in the podcast. And hopefully I have many more podcasts to come to you because you know I myself have been struggling trying to get this thing off the ground all while working through the breast implant illness. And you know, I finally reached a point where I feel healthy enough to continue. Um, we can't just talk about it, we have to do it, right? So I thank you for sticking around through this podcast. And if you have any questions about anything that you want to know, if I have experience, I will look up information for you and I will try to give you the information you're looking for, all for free. It's all just out of the goodness of my own heart because I want people to be able to do things that are bigger than they can imagine for themselves because you have it in you. You can do it. So just ask and the resources that are put in front of you, use them, use them because they work. And so if you need to know anything, if you want to know anything, and if I can tell you anything, then I will share it right here on Ask Simply Mary. Until next time.